Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy, uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Jesse here in Italy again, and uh, this time with an update uh, from our recent email update that we sent out a few days ago. Uh, and it was titled, Better Together. The idea that together we are all better, and that's the beautiful thing uh, for Christians that we're not alone. We're together. And uh, the update, we'll look at a couple different things uh, today. I'll basically highlight some of the things uh, we've been uh, doing in the last few days. Uh, but we'll look at some answered prayer. Uh, we'll look at uh, a few book recommendations now available on the blog, some new books that uh, we think could be a blessing to you. Uh, question and answer series now available, things you can listen to. Also questions that you can let let be known and, and then have answered. Uh, some useful links, opportunities to serve, and an exhortation from Psalm 133.1. That'll be what we look at today. Should be brief, should be straightforward, but could be something useful or even encouraging and exhorting for you as we look at this today. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. And here we go. Psalm 133, verse 1. It says this, Behold how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. Behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. Recently, we enjoyed some sweet fellowship and unity from co-laborers for the gospel in Italy. Uh, folks that we've worked with in the past and, and had, uh, had the privilege to maintain a friendship with, it's great. Uh, it was a precious moment that we shared, uh, having dinner and an evening together, uh, because we can relate so well to the challenges we all face uh, while serving the Lord through evangelism and church planting here in Italy. Really, really tough field to work, everybody says. And uh, if you've been around any length of time in Italy, uh, you've been humbled quite a lot. And you realize you and yourself can do absolutely nothing. You're entirely dependent on God and His grace and the Holy Spirit to make anything happen. Uh, Italy teaches you that whether you want to learn it or not. Uh, very, very hard land. Less than 1% evangelical. 90% of the missionaries who come leave within four years to never come back. Uh, a tough, tough place, many different challenges. And part of that challenge in reaching the lost and doing church planning is you got two total extremes. You got the extremely religious folks the attached to Roman Catholicism and their family has been attached to it for centuries and centuries and so on. And it's a cultural thing. It's a traditional thing. It's a way of life. And it's so big and massive, it must be right. And they're just super attached to it and they don't even know why. So we have that extreme. And then we have the other extreme, which is like 35 years and younger, usually that crowd says, I don't want anything to do with God at all. I've seen the hypocrisy. It all sounds so foolish. Religion is for the weak people. Uh, better to be an atheist. All these kinds of things. And and you got two totally different extremes when you're trying to reach out to folks here. Neither of them are, are easy uh, to engage with. Uh, and both have their challenges. Uh, but being together, uh, sharing this moment, uh, how good and pleasant it was to dwell together, eat, be together, it did remind us of what is too often taken for granted back in the U.S., Christian fellowship. Uh, sadly, Christian fellowship can easily in America be reduced to seeing one another for a few moments uh, on Sunday before or after church. Hey, how you doing? Good. Shake hands. Smile. Everybody good? Yep. Okay. We go sit down. We follow a program. Everything's run to the minute to the second, how it has to work in a church service. Uh, it's over, you stand up, you shake hands, exchange maybe two ideas, somebody, and then you're on your way. Everybody goes and does their own thing the rest of the week, and next week you see each other again. Unfortunately, it can it can become just that. And that's, that's a real pity, because places like Italy, uh, when you go to church, 10 people, 15, 20, 30, maybe 40, maybe 50, you know, once in a while you find a really big thing, a great work of God. Uh, uh, 
Uh, but unfortunately, yeah, here you really appreciate the fellowship because you see how valuable it is just uh, to dwell together in unity, how good and pleasant it really is because we alone as Christians see the world the, the way it's supposed to be seen. Uh, we understand things properly. We understand who gives us life and in whom we move and live and have our being and so on. And, uh, and we share that common uh, bond, which is Christ himself, the maker of all things, the one who has given us life, breathed us within us, uh, causing us to be born again and so on. Uh, so that fellowship here is really, really sweet and really valued. And we don't take it for granted. Everybody's important here. Unfortunately, though, back in, back in certain places in America, at least, there is that tendency where it can become just a thing. And that, that's a pity. It shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that way. And uh, we were designed, really, for much more as the body of Christ. Real relationships, intimate relationships, sharing, involved with each other's lives, opening up, being honest with each other, not judging each other right away, but uh, sympathizing with one another, being transparent, praying with each other, doing things together in life. Uh, on a regular basis and together also reaching out with the gospel, having an impact. Uh, So the exhortation for us from this verse uh, could simply be, if you are truly in Christ, remember that the Lord Jesus, He actually delights in you. He he really delights in you. You were dead in your sins and, and far from Him, not desiring Him, against Him actually, His enemy actually, and He died to save you. So be moved by that, uh, by His love to you and for you and and. And delight yourself also in his other saints, his other people that he saved, your brothers and sisters in Christ. Be moved by the fact that Christ is passionate about you. When you were dead in your sins, he loved you and died for you. How much more now does he love you that you actually are for him, not against him? And and, and he's got other people, other sheep in his fold. And you should love them also. Those are your brothers and sisters in Christ. Go, the exhortation is, go. Find a way this week, these days, to be really Really be with some of your church family and dwell in unity with them. Work to create unity. Work to maintain it. Unity is one of those things that rarely just happens on its own. You have to work to keep unity. Work to maintain it. Uh, Go be about that uh, to the glory of God. And enjoy your brothers and sisters. This is our exhortation for today. And that connects us at the same time uh, to uh, answer to prayer that we want to share as we open up this, uh, this update. Uh, a community group uh, in action uh, from our home church in New York, Redeeming Grace Fellowship, uh, to whom we're accountable, uh, our family in Christ back in America. Uh, recently, uh, they, they dedicated one of their evening gatherings. Instead of doing entirely Bible study and prayer, they may have done partly Bible study, partly prayer, but the majority of the night they dedicated to working on uh, global missions, to having an impact in global missions and helping poor missionaries like myself and my wife to get our newsletter printed, folded, put into envelopes, labels put on them, and sent out to everyone who's associated with Practical Missions Cohort, with our ministry here, and uh, who receives, uh, yeah, so they can receive our updates, and uh, those who are partnered financially, prayerfully, or even just uh, getting our updates and, and maybe considering to get involved, these, these kinds of things, they made sure that the, the latest quarterly newsletter got mailed out. What a tangible way, really, uh, to... Not just dwell together in unity, but to work together as we're supposed to. We're called as disciples to be involved in Jesus' global mission, to be involved in evangelism, discipleship. And this is a great way to do it. We've been praying for years, literally years, to see something like that happen. For whatever reason, it was unable to happen. And uh, 
in God's timing and, and according to his plan, it was this group that was supposed to do it. And finding that group is, is here and helping. It's just such a wonderful thing. It's a little blessing. It just makes us excited just to see the little photo from when they're gathering and doing it. And we share that photo here in this update. What a wonderful little thing. Simple, but phenomenal. Great, great help. For them, it was probably fun, I would imagine, just hanging out, doing something different, something tangible to serve the Lord's kingdom. And for us, it's a great blessing because to find someone who could do that for us hasn't always been easy in any way. Um, uh, so praise God for that. Really, really exciting. We're happy. We're so grateful for our brothers and sisters there. And even though we weren't there while they're doing it, they're doing it for us and all this. And it, that also is a way that unites our hearts. How blessed it, it is to, to dwell together in unity. And it just does connect. There's something about that. So praise God for that. And uh, wonderful, wonderful example as well to the rest of us of how to how to live out our community groups as well and to actually do things that are uh, helpful for the kingdom, not just for our own edification and growth, but engaging the lost or being involved in the Lord's global mission. Uh, another link we have on this update is uh, to our third quarter newsletter, the one that they mailed out. It's still available online, obviously, at practicalmissions.org. You can check the news and updates section. Uh, there's a, a photo of that. You can click on that, find that. If you see this update, you can also click on it through here. Uh, that's if you don't receive our mailings and uh, you prefer electronic. Uh, you can also click on it here and find it and read it there visibly. We also did a recording of it in a previous podcast episode, so you can actually hear it probably a little better because you get a little more insight and background into some of this stuff. Uh, but in any case, it's there for you to read. Uh, evangelism and discipleship. What is the update for this update? Uh, that we sent out, uh, basically simple one line is evangelism and discipleship continues to happen in Venezia Mestre, where we are in northeast Italy, the mainland of Venice, uh, not on the islands, the mainland where the, the normal people live, uh, continuing that. And all throughout the book of Acts, we see it over and over, they continued evangelizing, they continued opening their mouth, they continued going, proclaiming, they were ambassadors of Christ. That's what we're doing here as well. We have to just continue that. It's not always easy. In fact, last week I had a moment with the Lord. Lord, come on, show me something. You commanded us to go. We went. We're here. You gave us the gospel. We're not changing it. We're preaching it for what it is. We're doing everything we can to reach out and do something. Show me your hand to move. And Because uh, I was getting frustrated, not seeing anything happen. Not enough according to what I want. And then that evening we had a great discipleship meeting with Cargo. Wonderful. Five minutes after that we had a phone call come in. A girl got a track. She was sincere. Her mother died recently. She finds herself just... Wasting hours on a cell phone, looking at things, and and, and needs to know more. Uh, great open door happened like that. Wonderful. Later that night, then an email comes in from someone else interested through the through the church plant website. God showed me stuff is going on. He is at work, and we just need to keep praying and, and going and keep on with the task. So praise God for that. The prayer requests for right now. A couple prayer requests there are. Um, let's see. Please keep us in prayer as we continue. And there we go. Evangelism efforts. Pray for stamina. I already mentioned that that's what's happening. Now we're inviting you. Please pray with us daily. Remember us daily in your prayers. Uh, if you could, that would be wonderful. We definitely need it here. We know we need it. So pray for stamina. Keep on at it. I mean, I'm walking like 100 miles or more every every month, just going from house to house, neighborhood to neighborhood, handing out gospel tracts and mailboxes and things like that. I'm getting older. I'm still young. I'm getting older, but my legs are getting tired. Feet are hurting. Uh, pray for stamina, physical stamina, emotional, spiritual stamina. Pray for courage, uh, boldness, wisdom, grace, zeal, and open doors. Just unexplainable ways that doors open so people are in front of me so I can proclaim the gospel to them. Uh, and the same for Jeremy while she's at the park with, Jer uh, with, with Cornelius and the other moms and stuff. 
Pray for open doors to happen for her also so we can get that good news out. People need to hear the good news. How can they believe? Unless they hear. That's what we read in Romans chapter 10. They need to hear. So pray for those open doors to happen if you could. Thank you, thank you. Uh, another guy to pray for would be Carlo. We don't put names of people in here very often. I asked his permission. He said, yes, please ask him to pray for me. I would love that. Uh, he's continuing his pursuit of God, uh, listening to sermons online. He's, he's reading the Bible, studying the Bible, uh, seeking the Lord with all his heart. It seems a genuine work of God in his life, and, and we're thankful for him. We're thankful that the Lord brought him in our direction, and we're friends now and meeting. We had a good meeting last week. We stay in touch on an almost daily basis, and uh, we're now going to begin looking at more in-depth at discipleship. He has our discipleship booklet. We'll start going through that, looking at key topics of Christianity, key doctrines of Christianity, and going as deep as, as he wants, uh, uh, as we can, as the Lord uh, permits. So, but in this period uh, of his life, uh, work is really intense for him. They often send him into Germany, and there's a lot of discord in his workplace. It's tough. Uh, family life, also uh, a bit tough because there's a, they just had a, a new child. Anytime there's a new child, there's, things are stressful. So they have two kids already. A third was just born in August, newborn, and they have. Uh, uh, so he and his wife just welcomed a new child. That's great. Uh, but there's also the challenges that come along with that and work and all these are different uh, 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 things he has to do, responsibilities. So continue to pray for him. Uh, to stand firm, because uh, uh, he's also faced some real opposition from his family members and his friends and other people saying that uh, uh, because of his talking about Jesus Christ, talking about the gospel, exhorting them to real saving faith, uh, they get worried about him and uh, they think, come back to the to the old way, to the, the Roman Catholic Church, uh, you know, just stay calm, don't, don't do anything different, where are you going, come home kind of thing. Uh, so he's faced some real opposition there and uh, challenges in a variety of ways. Many of them are spiritual uh, encounters or challenges. Uh, spiritual warfare, we might call that. Uh, so pray for this brother. Pray for him. Pray for him to continue to stand strong, stand firm, grow in his love for God, his love of the Word, his knowledge of the Word, his knowledge of God, and uh, his love for the Lord's people, the Lord's church. Uh, pray for him in that way. That'd be wonderful. Great guy. Hopefully uh, one day you'll get to see him. Hopefully one day you'll get to hear from him. Who knows? Speaks good English too. Uh, nice guy. We like him. Uh, next thing here is uh, a new Q&A series. Let me mention this in a couple moments here. Uh, or in a short amount of time. My Italian is influencing my English a little bit too much, I think. Uh, anyway, we have now launched uh, what's called the, the Q&A page on the PMC website. Uh, ask a missionary. Practicalmissions.org slash ask hyphen a hyphen missionary. Uh, you can check it out. Uh, and uh, basically, there's a series of questions from the past. I sound weird because I have these weird intros. I was a little bit too formal back then and trying to be all professional or something. Silly, I laugh at it now. But in any case, the questions are there. The answers are there. And uh, I still think they're good answers. Um, and they're good questions. And more questions have come in recently and continue to come from time to time. And as they come in, uh, we still have a few more we want to record and get them on there. Two of the recent ones we've already recorded. Uh, they're available. And uh, if you guys have any questions, if you yourself have any questions about missions, missions in Italy, anything that comes to mind at all, don't feel uh, ashamed, don't feel shy. Go ahead and contact us through info at practicalmissions.org. Send us your question. We'll be happy to field it. If we don't like the question, we'll just tell you and we won't answer it. If we do, if we do like it, we think it's a good question, it could be edifying for anyone listening or tuning in, uh, we will definitely go ahead and, and record that. You can remain anonymous if you want. You can say your name if you want. Anything you want is fine. But any questions you might have, we can serve you in this way. Go ahead and ask it and we'll be happy to answer it. Uh, that's the short summary of that. Uh, but the page is now up on the website. Uh, some audios... Uh, yeah, recordings have been done, and you can go ahead and, and check that out anytime you want. The PMC blog uh, on the practicalmissions.org website, uh, we put up a post once a month or so, depending on uh, if we have time and things of that nature. 
But this one recently is uh, five book recommendations. And this is just uh, some of the notable books that I read throughout the summer. Uh, I wanted to share because they were good, and they could be good for you perhaps as well. Uh, a couple of them have to do with uh, uh, the Christian family, what that should be like. And uh, there's two key families that I've met in my life that have really influenced me as to what a Christian family ought to look like. One is our friends in, uh, in, in Pennsylvania, Denver, Pennsylvania, uh, Ellie and her family. Wonderful folks every time we're back in the States when we see them. Always encourage just uh, the way they live their life as Christians and, and, and around the table, even sing a song, wonderful things. Uh, God-focused, and the Wells family also has always been a good influence to me uh, here on the mission field about Christian family, what that should look like. Uh, and it's been great. Not growing up in a Christian home myself, uh, that was something that always caught my attention to see that, what a family should look like, and even coming from a broken home. Uh, so great, great thing. Very important thing is the Christian home. And uh, there's two really good book references there about Christian homes and, and Christian uh, or worship in the home as a Christian's wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, there's another book there on the liberal theology. Very important read. Very good. Read that one recently. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I can't even remember. Maybe I'll just click on it real quick and tell you. Hang on. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, there was five of them total that I put. Can't remember right now, so I got to look. Let's see. Uh, pulling up the page. That that. It's great that we're not professional. Uh, the New Pastor's Handbook is another book that uh, I recommend. Short chapters, uh, very, very good for anyone involved in ministry or anyone who just wants to live a faithful life under the Lord. Great wisdom, great counsel, uh, short chapters, so it's easy to read one a day kind of thing just to stimulate your devotional time or something of that nature. Great, great stuff. Another one, Reset is the name of the book by David Murray. We really appreciated that. Thought it was really well done. Uh, great insight also for the long run. Uh, he, he points out, tells a story of how he was running one time and did a long-distance race, and he's ahead of everybody. He thinks, man, these guys are slackers. And he's running really good, basically, and after a short while, he started getting slower, and everyone started going faster. Everybody passed him, even the guy who wasn't good. <laughs> he says he actually faked uh, like an like a injury, fell to the ground, did not embarrass himself by losing, and blamed it on the injury. Uh, but he learned a valuable lesson about pacing yourself. And, and with all the temptations and technology of today, it is a very important thing, especially in ministry, uh, but in everyday life for all of us as disciples, to know how to use our time well and how to pace ourselves, properly rest, properly have recreation time. Really good book for me, uh, especially on the mission field here. We're always overwhelmed the amount of work that we have to do to, to always keep in mind the long run that we have to run and to pace it out properly. It takes a grace, it takes discipline, and you have to be mindful of that. Great, great read. Worth your time. Uh, it could be for you as well. Uh, what else can we say? Uh, normal ways to get involved. They're always there. We're looking for, uh, uh, we're still looking for that person to come and, and be involved as an administrator to help oversee some administrative tasks here in Italy and connecting things back into the States. Uh, definitely. We're now talking about an ESL instructor making a new position available for that, someone to oversee that ministry and be involved in that as their main task. Vision trips, still welcome. Come anytime you want. Let's work on setting up a vision trip for you and three or four other people. Internships, still available uh, from one month up to a year. Short-term uh, missionaries, we're looking for some groups next summer, still working on that. Church planters, people to come and be involved in the church plant in a variety of ways, two to four-year terms. Uh, videographer could be a helpful person. Anybody really good with technology could also be useful here on the mission field. A worship leader could also be a really, really great thing. We have a whole book of hymns that have been translated into Italian. We have a whole bunch already that we'd sing in Italian, Italian songs, but we have a whole bunch that are good English hymns and the translation into Italian. Uh, but someone who could dedicate a big part of their ministry to learning songs and leading them every time we gather, leading us in song as well, could be a great fit for somebody uh, as a worship leader, play that role on a team here, as, on a church plant team. So something to think about as well. 
Uh, I think that's it for today. We do have a verse from 2 Timothy 2.3 and a little picture from Roman soldiers and a Colosseum type thing. Uh, share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Uh, that's the little encouragement there. we got to remember uh, suffering's part of the deal. Uh, share in it. Be a good soldier. Embrace your suffering to the glory of God and so that more people can be reached and this church can continue to grow. That's a lot of information, a lot of stuff. I hope I don't talk too fast for you guys. But uh, anyway, it's all there. Enjoy. Thank you for your participation. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your prayers. And God bless you. Till the next time. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.